I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo play ring 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 may i please speak with zoe oh hello lamorne let's patch in hannah god i forgot what it was like working with you guys welcome to our Welcome to our show, Dermot. Thank you so much, Zoe. I'm so happy. How have you been? I've I've been um, so busy and so happy and uh, and um, doing just great. Um, we just had a second to touch base on our families, and I'm happy to hear yep. you're doing well. Mine is too, so that's of course the most important thing. And, yeah, absolutely. And here's to you. Gosh, it's great to see you. New show, your podcast <laughs> that everyone is so crazy about and is so extremely popular. <laughs> it's so nice. You know, it's just fun. It's just fun because, like, I just missed everybody so much, you know? Gosh, so what? it's just kind of like how we can just revisit, but also be like in business doing it. <laughs> I, I love both of those ideas, but I'm so glad that you still operate as a unit, even if it's loose, and so touched that you think to have me on. <laughs> 
Um, my gosh, of course. You know, We're so uh, happy to have you. You asked about what I was doing now, similar yeah. to Blue Girl, where I was asked to join an already uh, a highly acclaimed show. I'm um, just finishing up an appearance for the film Scream 6. So, um, Oh, wow. That's fun. That. And then from there, I move on to a little thriller where I play kind of like the uh, bad boss in the back of the pool hall for a couple of days. <laughs> that's in Amazing. Alabama. And that's then, awesome. Then I go to Morocco for um, a Showtime oh. show called Beirut, where I play in one of the four episodes of just a... Uh, just to be starting work on that. Morocco is one of my favorite places. Oh, I'd love so to. So amazing. Have you, have you been there? I never have. What kind of experience did you have there? I spent six weeks in Morocco doing a movie like a number of years ago. And I just thought it's just so beautiful and amazing. And I love the food and the people and everything's awesome about it. It's yeah, so it, cool. It's Which part are you going to? Um, I'm not even sure. Um, but oh. I'm, I'm I don't even know those details, but definitely take a chance if you have a weekend off or anything. Take a chance to just travel around a little bit because it's really worth it. I sure plan on it, and uh, I do. I see already on the schedule a stretch of three days, so I'll make the most. Oh of yeah, it. Uh, even and, three and, days, even if like you like hit all of the places in Morocco, you can go so many places from there really easily too. Oh, like so nice. you know, Europe's really close too. So yeah. um, definitely, and uh, just the. The architecture, the like, it just is so cool. You're you're gonna what, love um, it. What what was the project that took you there? I can really see it left um impress. You know, I can see it. On I your was face. very charmed by just yeah. like I was just charmed so much by the culture there. Um, yeah, I did this movie with Bill Murray called uh, Rock the Casbah a number of years ago, and it was. It was fun. And I had tons of time off because I wasn't a big part and they just kept me there for six weeks. So yeah. I was just traveling around, enjoying uh, Morocco. That yeah. was pretty cool. Well, those experiences add so much to our lives, the off-camera part of it, what you need to find to do on those days yeah. in the States, a state park or a day trip or something. That's right. Weird areas. We've done that all these years. Um, and that's like the flip side of the tale is how you take up your time when you're not shooting on the schedule, but you have to be in in the other place. So. And exactly. I know. And it's it's interesting. I have so many like memories from places being on location. You have such a different experience because you kind of get to live there a little bit, you know, more than just visiting. So it, it's it's great. And we just so enjoyed having you um, in our midst for, you know, quite a bit of season one. You're just such an amazing um, addition to our cast. So tell us, like, how did, how did this all come about? Um, Because I remember them saying, you know, we're, we have this character coming up called Fancy Man. Uh, (laughs) I still have to, but I still cringe when I hear that part. I mean, I know I get it, but I really want, I mean, I have no regrets, but Fancy Man, they're four (laughs) and because is so funny. The name. It is funny. And it really stuck people. People really remember Fancy Man. It bounces back people, on me all the time. Do so pe- people say that. like, "Oh, hey, Fancy Man"? I'm not kidding you. That, that a lot. It, well, it had, of course, it reemerged as a binging favorite. 
Um, yeah. So there was just an upswing of people shouting <laughs> Russell at me as they're driving out <laughs> of the gas station. Yeah. Well, it always feels good. Listen, you were so um, such a great uh, I mean, it was such a great get, you know, for us. And, and I remember them saying like um, Dermot Mulroney uh, is interested. And I was like, oh, my God, if we could get him, that would be absolutely amazing. And I, I don't know if you remember this. We did like a it was like a play reading or a, some kind of a table read many years ago. I don't remember what it was, but I remember you were there and you told me you played cello, right? Yes, I yes I still do, and I did then. And but I, I, I know you. In on that table. I know you're you're a professional cello player, which a lot of people probably don't realize. You're like amazing. I mean, it's like it's not like oh yeah, he just dabbles in cello. Like no, he's like a world class cello player. Check it out. You you can the, the proof is out there. Um, um, but I remember you saying that, and then I was like, huh, let's see. And I was like, oh no, this guy's a real cello player aside from being an amazing actor. So what was that table read? Cause I don't remember what the table read was. Well, I can ask you was by any chance was Brooke Shields there. Did she also play? Did I play I don't rem- husband and wife I don't think so. team? Um, I think, you know who I do think was there? Uh, who I, I didn't really get to talk to, but I think David Schwimmer was there. Was Michelle so. Monaghan there? Because <laughs> that's another um, I'm thinking of. <laughs> uh, you know, it's so. I think. I think to let people in on this thing of being an actor, that you're nonstop asked to do table reads for people so they can hear their script out loud. And sometimes you get this ask, and it's not somebody you know. Like, in fact, a lot of times, and you know, and it, it can be a real uh, Russian roulette kind of situation. <laughs> yeah, and because you might be. I've been terrible in these table reads before and be like, well, now I will never work with any of those people. Oh, um, but no, yeah, that's so unimaginable. <laughs> but what, what I found is you walk into one of these rooms and it's, a, it's the most amazing cast. And of course, oh, yeah. he doesn't even have the, you know, the actors of the same. Uh, oh, and, yes. You know, I've been it's there. It's better sometimes as a table read because it's so good. And they have all the people who are there. Well, also sometimes they ask you really like last minute and you're like, oh gosh, that sounds fun. Let, let me, uh, let me uh, like clear my schedule. And then you get there and you're like, oh my God, like yeah. I'm cold reading this thing in front of like all the big, all bosses. these incredible people and big bosses. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, I don't well, remember exactly what it was. I just remember you were there and I remember the room and I think David Schwimmer was there. But that could have been another, I could be like blending other table reads together. Of, of course. And um, yeah, you, you and I, we blend in. So, you know, <laughs> we blend in. We're just swimmer really has a wall, way of blending in. Flowers. Um, yeah. <laughs> but if you asked a question adjacent to what I'd like to ask you, maybe you could confirm this. Yes. Um, okay. Starting with, um, was one of the writers of the first season named Dana Fox? Dana Fox is a, a producer. Yeah. On New Girl. Yeah. 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 She's amazing. That doesn't always yeah. mean that's the person that you work with in the room and et cetera. But I can tell you this. Yes. That tell me how I got um, off of that role. You know, I didn't audition or anything. So I was so uh, touched and I knew about the show already, which mm-hmm. wasn't always the case with new shows. Um, yeah. So it had already made its mark and it's your first handful of episodes. Um, Dana Fox wrote The Wedding Date 
Dana Fox <gasps> is an amazing writer. She's no, she, she is an amazing writer. She wasn't in our. I only said producer because she wasn't in our writers' room. That's what I mean. If but, she was one of the originators, yeah. then they're not but, always the you know yeah. Yeah, she was. She um, was. She was like um, just an amazing like just. Oh, voice is, and like but just such a wonderful person and, and fantastic I, so Dana, she was like if i've ever met it was 20 odd years ago mm. before before new girl and not since so this is me reporting back to dana fox that i yes. know that the conversation went this way as they're writing fancy man they wrote it everybody we'll talk about why that part's so funny in a minute. <laughs> uh, um, but they, they were talking about it. And I think the conversation went like this with maybe with Liz Merriweather saying we should get someone um, like a Dermot Mulroney type to, to play the role. <laughs> and Dana Fox is credited with saying, why don't, why don't we just get Dermot Mulroney? And they call her and yes. And it, like my version of it is that, like five days later, I'm on your um on our set chaos, comedy chaos world on that <laughs> set that was just unforgettable uh and the results so fun. but i don't know who's um, talking about like not being on that show and then visiting this to to see the process and how yeah what, what was it like was it all of these had to do with what jokes <laughs> were being pitched over the wall and uh it was kind of like this incredibly dialed in free-for-all and then as such a great uh, way of putting it, Dermot, because it was like so much chaos, but so many like talented people all in one place, you know, yeah, so, it was like, so, uh, so noticeable when I stepped on that, like, maybe there was a, a table read for that. Even there was, which I recall, but yeah. uh, on the stage in particular in the group, but of course my part was mostly dialed in with you and with Jake yeah. So um, I just knew I was working with really staggeringly talented comedic people. But you also, this dials into something that we touched on before about making your own fortune. Maybe you touched on because really that's so admirable, too, that you had some say in, ha you know, in a position other than just being the actor of, 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 of designing the tone and the feel and the type of comedy because you really were going at it just a slightly different angle that would captivate everybody, you know, from going from that real boxed in Seinfeld. Um, what's the other popular one? They had a bunch of people that go to a coffee shop. Ah, there was a great actor <laughs> on season 10. For three episodes. That's me. It's called Friends. <laughs> but you guys broke all that and did just as funny material. Um, but Thank looser, you. you know, open camera shooting and outside and stuff like that. So, it, well, you know, it's, it's interesting. Like evolution. so much of it, yeah, I think so much of it's about the process and like how, you know, um, how you you get to those moments. And like my favorite experiences of working on movies, because I hadn't done that much TV up to, to doing New Girl. I'd barely mm -hmm. done any TV, just a little bit. I did Weeds and um, like Frasier and a couple of uh, Veronica's closet, like a couple things um, actually with the friends people. Um, but, um, but I loved like working on movies, like having the opportunity to like 
you know, do the script and then improvise on the script and then like have like writers like, like, you know, in, in real time, like giving alts and all those kind of like many different avenue channels to getting the good stuff. And I know I, I see that you've been doing Righteous Gemstones. Yes. I was on their first season. Um, And um, David Gordon Green one of my favorite directors ever to work with. And, and he was the first director I worked with that would just do, we would rehearse and he'd just go, okay. And now just keep going. And we would just like improvise and he'd, we'd write it down. And then, you know, before you know it, like we'd have like, like these new pages that were like, you know, kind of influenced by our, our rehearsals and and then we get to improvise on set and also stick to the script like title check that one what movie are you talking about david green oh all the real girls was this oh movie that goodness. i did with david gordon green it's a it's a drama but no, i know but, it well sorry it skipped out of my mind oh yeah no course, it, but it, i was thinking about me and undertow yeah, which i did with him right down right oh here. yes undertow is such a good movie yeah, so so he's just the one-two punch with like Zoe Dermot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then he, he worked with I did um also Your Highness with them, which totally different kind of tone. Um, uh, yeah, but anyway, so I just ways. like love his process and and so you know it was actually the way Jake Kasdan, our who directed our pilot and a bunch of episodes in the first season, and he continued to be one of our executive producers. But um, that's kind of how he likes to work too. And it's just, it's nice because there's a lot of different avenues to getting the like kind of loose, open, fun. Yeah. yeah. This for me was that specific formula of um, thinking that you were going in and you had your lines and they'd go in that order <laughs> and you'd do it and then do it again and then maybe a third take so you get it really good. And then like all hell breaks loose. <laughs> you never yeah. met screaming like, well, now do it, say that, say that again. You know, literally the adults being heat, you know, salvos coming over the set at you that you got to feel. It was so fun and so amazing to watch it dial up or head in one direction and and like be, you'd be doing like, you know, like story editing even on the fly. Which yeah. before you know it, we're eventually going to get to um, true Americans anyway. But I mean, it, <laughs> it's like the true American of uh, comedy sets, but um, <laughs> cause because we never really so fully knew the rules. That. There was like a really strong, super vague idea of how that game was to actually be. works. Not and only you know, how it was shot, how it was choreographed, all of that. Watching yeah. you work through that was amazing. <laughs> and my <laughs> end, of course, was like basically being told which stool to stand on. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, uh, it, it was good times. Like I, we just it's funny. Uh, we actually this morning recapped the episode where you're playing True American with us and your exchanges with. Uh, Max Greenfield, uh, where he's making fun of you or some, and then Jake is Jake slash Nick, um, is like, like obsessed with you and wants to show you his notebook that those exchanges are some of my favorite, like this really sort of encompasses like what I really enjoy watching 
on the show, like myself as just a person <laughs> watching it. You know, I'm like, oh, it's funny when <laughs> uh, those, those guys just, you know, uh, left me completely undone. You know, they, they, I was <laughs> losing it all along. I drive home going, oh, what, what just what happened? happened? <laughs> well, well, at one point, Max completely um, was laughing so hard and you can see it in I, the. I think I did like, catch him oh, off, but that's baby because <laughs> when he talks like yin 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 yin, something like that, right? And he's yeah. so funny, and you're so funny because you're so confused well, <laughs> by why he is com- so competitive. <laughs> why? Why is that character so funny? <laughs> I mean, I'll take some credit, sure, but take that off, and and Max and Jake too, and you. Um, God, the scene where you're trying to what scare me away or impress me, you're jumping on the couch. <laughs> Am I thinking about how you? Oh dude? yeah, I re- you know I haven't I mean, watched that are, one in a long it's time. So it's, nuts. I love I. That was some of my. I mean, I had so much fun doing all this stuff. You know, um, I but there's something to the character, maybe the age span, maybe the good. You know, there maybe a lot of good at things. that time before. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Could we still make that? We could. Because of we, who we, we could are, do but, it. Uh, you we, know what I mean. We but could do those it again. Stickier grounds, even yeah. since when we did this, romance mm-hmm. plays differently, sex plays differently on screen. Right, in, right, right. Recent years for all all the reasons we know. But I think it's part. I mean, I think like our our. The, I think like the show's been resonating because it has like a little. You know, it it's still. I, you know, it's 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 interesting to me because I'm like, oh, this show that we like started in 2012 was like a totally different time in a oh way, God. like, like, and yet wow. we, um, it, it's still like for some reason is like resonating. I mean, there are a lot of like, a lot's you happened. Know, it's true. Kids but maybe that are really loving it. Yeah, 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 exactly. But so I, I want to well, bring so up a new one age thing group that, that caught it. So they'd be watching yes. people their age, but they're ten years younger than you. Exactly. So they're watching exactly. people their age at a different time, but you're we're not that age anymore. You, you know, right? Caught people the age of the show at least yeah. once and watch it'll do it again and again and again. This show will. I hope so. I mean, it was. It's nice that it's it, it keeps finding like new audience. From BBC Radio Four. Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com schedule release to learn more.
This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Welcome to our show. Okay, I have something to bring up just while I think of it, okay? Yes, anything. And that is that we, okay, because we loved you so much on the show that we brought, you know, you came back a lot. We, you know, you're one of our favorite, favorite guest stars. And you came back in our final season. Yeah. And I believe, or... Maybe it was our second to last. It was final season, right? Both both it, seasons? It was. I think I had one episode in the second season, and then your final, seventh season, yeah. and I reappeared. So Maybe. there was one point where you're wrestling with Jake Johnson, yeah. and <laughs> Jake broke his hand. Do you remember this? I, I, I do remember this. And I, I, I was like, wow, that is like full commitment. Like you guys were like full commitment. Like a lot of people don't realize like how much actors like will commit to moments. Like, yeah. like you both were like going for that wrestling moment. Right. No, it was a very confusing day. Um, yeah. I had not been on new girl for all those years. So yeah. I, I, I brought in. Yeah. I mean, a lot, a lot happened in that moment. I've, uh, obviously, I've deconstructed it. Uh, Jake and I really uh, parted friends, and I've seen him at times since. And yeah, oh no, absolutely. Like that, but it was a situation that, in hindsight, you know, didn't have to happen. Where one of the two guys doing that, and it was because I was going hard first. But that's what I would have done. I mean, safely and stunt wise, and so forth. That's right, of course. No, you guys. I, it was a total accident. Like it was yeah, not. There it was, was sitcom rules, though, that I wasn't really following. Where it's not quite that necessary to be that physical. So then we we got into a zone that was uh, that that was different, more physical, because I approached it that way. Jake was trying to have me not do that. The script says I have mm. his arm, his hand under my arm and so forth. So I'm going for what's written down and so forth. And so right, right, right. Then there's direct camera angles. Um, no, it was a super confusing day. I was there because I re- and I remember it like um, 
that that it was a super confusing day and it was like late. I think mm-hmm. it was like the last thing we did. Yeah. But anyway, and I no, knew he and was absolutely, injured and I he's really, totally I fine. I really regret that moment. I've he had was fine. Not, not he's fine. On wood. I've had so few or zero injuries on set. So this one really stands out and I've really given a lot of thought. Um, so I know how not to ha- have that happen again. Um, right. But, uh, uh, yeah. It was uh, it was it was troubling just because of course he got hurt. I didn't know he was like a broken hand that day, but I knew he was hurt. Well, I think his, he his was hand, like his hand. He was being very stoic about it. His right, hand right, right. My back between hit between my back and the wall, so I'm being thrown against the right. wall. He's got his hand around me. Right. So it was just an accident. It just goes but sideways instead of straight back. There's room for the hand, etc. There's just those little things you can yeah. rethink. And well, don't, I don't want you to feel bad. I wasn't trying to bring it up because, but it was just like a, a, what I found to be an interesting behind the scenes yeah. thing for, no, you know, that people might not know. And it, Jake was also being extremely uh, stoic. Like he, he was not, he was, he was being kind of stoic. So you kind of couldn't tell that he was actually in hurt. That moment. No, it wasn't like someone had been hurt. And t- then, then no, I didn't, I couldn't tell. Like I just, he just seemed a little bit cranky, like crankier than normal, you know? <laughs> that's, yeah, that's cause I think he was probably in intense pain and didn't want to um, be, you know, you know, would try to try and shake it off like you would in a sport, you know, and get back on the mark. And right. do it, you know? So yeah. But, uh, it's been, you know, some people know of it. It's been discussed and asked about. So I'm glad that right. we can discuss it like this and fill in yeah. some of the blanks. But, you know, all yeah. in all, note to producers, Those- stunt coordinators, actors, be really clear on, like, what the what you're aiming for in that scene. If yeah. someone else had said, hey, here on New Girl Season 7, we sign, we kind of pull our punches and just wrestle a little. Right. Well, you but know I what? Just too? Seen two stuntmen fling themselves <laughs> down. I mean, then there's yeah. two human beings. I, I, I yeah. just, I've never seen this. Maybe there's a reason. Um, but I know in real life what I saw. I was there on the set to witness the yeah. stunt, which isn't always the case because they don't need you because right. he, he's you. So, um, and it was like like a real a real elbow banger, you know what I mean? So rolling into the coverage of that. And, uh, and I was, you know, I didn't get good signals from the, um, you know, well, took it too hard. I noticed one thing that they do on sets a lot and it's actually like, I think bad. Um, no, it is bad that, that a lot of times you're like, and I understand why it's done, but they'll, they'll have stunts and like regular shooting to do on the same day. And, you know, usually stunts is a combination of this. You know, you have the stunt people doing the most intense stuff and then you have the actors like filling in, like doing what they can. And then, you know, anything really dangerous you have stunt doubles for. But they normally are like, well, we want to get the meat of the acting first. You know, like we the acting's most important. So, like, let's leave that, you know, have that first. And then they leave the stunts at the end of the day. And oh, then you, yeah. that's when I've actually, that's when you see, you know, people get, can, can get injured. 
um, when stunts get pushed to the end of the day because people are, everybody's tired. And then it's like that kind of compounds. And that's their performance. Same things happen to actors for getting their lines late in the day and, and less, yep. less uh, precise when you're tired and stuff. So no yeah. to producers, you know, I know our hours Don't are leave the shorter to the, end of the, the way day. they ought to have been yeah. long, but you guys have been working people to a dangerous degree, especially in network television all those years doing mm-hmm. 20 one hour episodes. I'm glad everybody got so rich and all. And there was a, all <laughs> those what they called residuals back there and all that. But I don't think people got really looked after. I think a lot of shit went down on the sets. And I think people got exhausted season after season. And that's when people started getting hurt and stuff like that. Yeah. I'm not, I was on New Girl because I only joined for those two we were, at the end. But I mean, we were tired, like our pretty tired, our first, like I would say, like our first three seasons. But we'd always have like, longish days like it's funny because they'll talk about i'll always hear people talk about like oh well a a work day should be like an eight hour day and i'm like that's so funny because like on a film set and i've pretty much been my main job other than music like my entire life um since i was a teenager is like working on film sets and i'm like a 12 hour day feels short i'm like oh we're done oh okay like i remember my first day on a set ever when i was a kid, basically, it was 14 hours. And I was like, oh, this feels normal. That feels like 14 hours feels like normal to me. Sixteen's a bit much, you know? <laughs> 12 I think it happens, feels short. It, it happens less, I think, at least in my experience. Maybe I'm at a different age and they don't grind the old guy down the way they used to when we were <laughs> kids. But um, hopefully sets are safer all around for all yeah. sorts of reasons. And something like that I uh, think uh, it should... might, not happen, might not happen again. I know it won't yeah. for me. Um, well, but, if a, if an um, actor is if an actor is there for twelve hours, then the crew's been there like fourteen. You right. know, goes that's right. that's always the thing because actors. Well, it depends. Ladies come in for two hours pre call because of hair, and makeup, and stuff like that. But La- you know, ladies you have, and Dermot, because I mean, ladies. Know. Well, <laughs> you gotta take care of number one. Um, <laughs> you gotta do that. You gotta. I do actually. Side note. I do remember you did not have any gray hairs and they put, they took a silver sharp. I, this was my idea, by the way, and I'm sorry for this. I go, they were like, oh, they're like, they want him to have gray hair, but like that he has brown hair. Though, right? And I got, yeah. And I go, why don't you just use a silver Sharpie? <laughs> and that's what they did. <laughs> Wait, there's, there's about three metas on this. One is that I'm furiously driving up Silver Lake Boulevard to get home in time to get on the Zoom with you thinking, I wonder if the Silver Sharpies are going to come up. And I thought, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not bringing that up. Don't do it, Dean. Don't go into the Silver <laughs> Sharpies. So here we are. <laughs> um, you brought it up, so it's okay. I didn't see that coming. Um, okay. But yeah, what would happen, of course, is right before New Girl, um, I would have done a job where maybe my slightly lighter than, you know, chestnut brown hair uh, <laughs> had been tied to be brown. Mm-hmm. Right. And so and you, it's hard to make someone's hair gray. You can't yeah. just dye someone's hair gray. It does not. It's like. No. But I remember so that moment, too. Uh, and I have one then on deck if we're really going deep here. Um, sure. <laughs> um, I remember thinking, oh, you know, they wanted my real hair, which would have been beautifully salt and pepper there uh, right. at that age at that time. Um, mm-hmm. So it even happened like at the table read. There was like, a sh- 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 and then maybe even you were involved, and sh- 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 just like a back of the hand. And like, then ultimately, <laughs> like some department head comes up and says, "So, um, Dermot, we were wondering." 
<laughs> How do you feel about silver sharpies? They showed me a picture of myself. <laughs> we'd, we'd like that one. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, they comes for the same price. <laughs> How do we do it without completely <laughs> trying to tie down, tie out, or strip or anything? Because then it would yeah. work as we know. Okay. Oh. Here's something that Max and I laughed about a lot because we had a share. Tell me. In the first, <laughs> nearing the end of the first season. <laughs> of the scenes at Russell's estate. One of the other hilarious, most hilarious, hilarious scenes is in my office. <laughs> James behind the desk. And he's just. Oh, yeah. Here, too, and is the reason why I think this part is funny. And it's not a generational <laughs> thing. It's almost like a sub-generational thing because I'm not <laughs> that much older than the new no. people no. in the apartment. No. It's the slightly older guy and, like, what a doink he is, right? Like, the guys <laughs> no. that we used to think are cool are just about to grow out of it. I don't know. I think that was part of the time. <laughs> but his uh, uh, his scene in that office where he smelled uh, leather hawk feathers and uh, something online <laughs> is just yeah. genius. Of course. Um, but it was even during and around those scenes that, gosh, you know, this is really an ex- exposing type of story. I usually keep things kind of not so personal, but I had what you call a planter's wart <laughs> on the bottom of my foot. Uh-huh. So I've been okay. discussing this out of humor. I won't tell I anybody wanna... except all the people listening. <laughs> I mean, it's you just, had a planter's wart. All the hats are in the ring. And you, I had you went to that experience <laughs> with Max. And Max uh-huh. had just gotten over one and... You know, everybody's probably out there yeah. plant tar with an A, you know, uh, or <laughs> it, it, it can be excruciating. So I was Ugh. limping for some of New Girl. Couldn't oh, no. put pressure on my oh. out of my foot where I was having that. That's so painful. I'm sorry. Invasion. Yeah, thanks. Thanks. Sorry um, you went through that. Well, this is how I read it. Table read, final episode, season one. Russell and Jess... In a luxurious tub. <laughs> it was written that way. Uh-huh. And I believe that, right? Oh, well, I've confirmed it over the years. Frankie told me. Um, up through the chain it goes that <clears throat> he's got kind of like a foot thing. that You can't put that <laughs> in the water with Deschanel. That's disgusting. So no, I, everybody actually, goes, this frame advance to that last scene. We're in a double king-size bed for that scene now. That, that, by the way, it, 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 I remember this actually, I remember the tub seat. I don't remember the planter's wart thing. I, I have no knowledge of that. But what uh, I do know is that we ran out of time for that, that they were like the whole day. And I, w- I was nervous because like being in a bathing suit makes me nervous in general because like oh. it's just a whole thing. They're like, oh, God, like, oh, you have to be in a bathing suit. And, they'll, you know, you always find out the episode before, which is exactly one week, you know, and you're like, I don't have time to like get in shape now. Like, I can't like, I can't do all the, all the jazzercise in the world. It's not going to like get me there. And then anyway, so they're like, oh, you have to be in a bathtub. And I was like, oh, shit. you know, oh, sorry. Uh, that maybe they can bleep that out. Oh shoot! Uh, <laughs> um, and uh, and then and then I remember and I feel, I can't remember who was directing that episode, but I remember being there and it was on the schedule until that day, and we were going to shoot it. And then I remember them being like, "We're not going to do it. We don't have time. Okay, it's well, a whole thing." Yeah. and that's why because we ran out of we ran out of time. 
but I can knit that little part of your hist eater together a little better because there was another issue just as, just as fast to <laughs> run a bath and throw the two actors in there. They were not going to put my left well, foot in there with you. They decided. No, but no, it, it's it's not just as fast because everybody has to get all wet. It's uh, like a whole the thing. Hair and then dry the hair. The hair. It's the hair. It's the hair. Placement. The makeup. The, the, bubble placement. Bubble placement. So much bubble placement. It like it's an issue, you know. But um, yeah. So uh, don't worry. It wasn't okay. your foot. It was my, not your my, foot. My foot disease and my hair color are, um, you know, that now they are part of the world. The shark. I, I think that Sharpie thing is actually good. That's great trivia. I've got one right here. Oh, you got a silver Sharpie. When I have my hair over dyed, I do, I do travel. Do you do it? it? Yeah. And if anybody's not thinking it through, you want to store them cap down. Oh, yeah. To make sure they don't dry out, right? Right. So that you don't have to go replace them. You don't have to go to Staples for your hair product. Yeah. Right. So tell me, I, I want to... Uh, uh, are, how's the cello thing going? Are you doing a lot of cello uh, gigs? No, not so many gigs. Uh, I didn't come or out like of the studio uh, work. Yeah, a lot when, of studio when work. Shut right? down. I don't know if I'm gonna. I hate to say it. Better way to put it is, I sure hope I hear from them soon so I can resume my periodic and occasional um, uh, score recording. Yeah, I've been playing on film scores for ten years, probably you know two, three a year. So I've got so many uh, scores where I'd be in. Is it the a, a lot of like solo solo uh, work? No, no, by no means. In the they're, cello section, they're real soloists out there. In fact, I can always um, there, there's an IMDb credit on Rogue One, a Star Wars story that says Dermot mm. solo cello. So I can correct that each time I'm asked if I'm a solo cellist. I'm not. That's someone else. That's a miss. Uh, that's a miss typo. I was in that orchestra for two weeks, straight through job. Um, that's amazing. Cello. Yeah. To be able to be the most uh, richest. Incredible. Uh, almost every frame of that particular movie has uh, music washing all over. That's Michael Giacchino, who I um, that's so cool. met on Family Stone. And uh -huh. uh, played with him for years and years. So I hope that can continue. I am going to play um, a particular uh, Vivaldi cello duet with Yo-Yo Ma. Wow. That's he incredible. He, he, he doesn't know that yet. Um, <laughs> but you can Google it because I mentioned it to a New York Post writer. And, um, and okay. We'll keep, it in it, in, we'll keep it out there until it comes true. That's how, that's how I mean to do with that. So and question. I do that. So at home, when I'm home, I play cello. When I'm away, sometimes I travel with a guitar. Oh, yeah. It's been a long time, but I recently added a new instrument that I love playing right now, which is- a, What is that? An octave mandolin. I already play the mandolin. Oh, nice. Like well, a, that makes sense. version of that. One whole octave lower, so it's bigger. Oh, great. And, uh, I've been playing the cello suites, the box suites on that. On on the, oh, on a it's a similar tuning to a cello? Yeah, it's, it's tuned in fifths like a cello. So yes. I play it, I transpose it and play it uh, in a different key. Yes. Well, that's what it's, uh, I, I have, I play ukulele, ukulele. I play bar baritone and, and then, you know, it, then, then you can just, you like have, a, you know, just a different key without transposing. <laughs> right. Same finger placement, different song. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm good. Very, That's exactly I'm what I'm doing. I'm extremely lazy. Um, yeah, and, yeah, it shows. I'm always, I, well, yeah, I know. Thank you. Um, I'm always looking for like ways to hack um, my um, instruments 
so that I don't need to be like really yeah. dexterous, you know? I just, uh, so I, I, Capos, I, I, open tuning. open tunings. I, I play <laughs> around with my own open tunings that are the most efficient for, um, lazy people. Where you feel like putting your fingers. Yes, the the uh, the minor six open tuning is really great for, la- for if you are very lazy for for a guitar. Yeah. Um. So, um. So, did you have a band with your brothers? Maybe is that true? Yeah, I have uh, one brother I play play with. A brother, um, uh-huh. um, yeah. Uh, uh, the violin play, violin, violin uh-huh. player. Yeah. That's- so we always combined with James Fernley uh, of the Pogues, who was the accordion player. Yeah. In the 80s, I was in a band called the Low and Sweet Orchestra. Interscope signed us like a back in when they That's had like amazing deals. Um, and yeah. Had made a beautiful album that's hard to find because it kind of fell in between the digital crack there. Right. 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 It's still only on a CD, I think. Um, and lo- the low and sweet orchestra, really cool. Yeah. Acoustic. Uh, oh, combo, amazing. Pre. Um, I love that. Um, what would they be called? The, uh, uh, I can't think of the name of the band, but you know, like hard acoustic music. And then, um, mm-hmm. in the late teens with cranky George, us front three and, um, Sebastian Sheehan and, and Brad Wood on bass and guitar. And they made a cr- also an amazing album that's out there. Cranky. Great. George is the name of that. Guys. And there's Dermot has up. such an awesome music career too, so make sure you check out all well, his. I've always tried. I've always admired you so efforts. much to be able to do both Thank parallel you. and so um, uh, just uh, just amazing ability to uh, that shines through in your music. Um, Thank and, you. Um, yeah, just keep it coming. I'm going. Well, to. we should do some. Well, we'll do some music together sometime. Anytime, sure. especially if you want to do a song in the back with the cello. Any other? Ch- I, I got a, front with a I got cello ideas. I'll, well, yeah, we'll talk later. I have cello ideas, but I love it. Um, d- did you play as a kid? Did your did your yeah, parents still, have you in uh, uh, cello lessons or violin or? Yes, very much so. It wasn't really forced on me. I started young, out of uh, third and you know, uh, fourth grade, um, and played in orchestra from the very beginning. So I just like saw it away and got good right away. I mean, I knew I was good. So it's something I pursued because I had a, like a little family identity, a little who I was, was like that guy. Um, yeah. Uh, which really helped. Obviously it's a cello. So what's not to like, even when you're not playing it very well, it's not like a clarinet or a violin where you have to get through it. sounding yeah. um, hard. Cellos just like, sound so pretty. And even add to that, it's as comfortable, you know, you sit in a very natural position to play some of these instruments. You're like all over the place. Even a bass guitar is a huge thing that you're pressing way down the muscle of your arm. Yeah. Those are hard instruments to play. Cellos just naturally fits on the body. Yeah. So, um, and I would have picked up all those other stringed instruments because of that knowledge. Um, Mm -hmm. And then carted around guitars to sit in the um in that you know in the changing room waiting for my call to the set you know strumming yeah that's probably how it's a great way to pass the time too like when you're an actor there's just a lot of downtime even if you are that dumbass trying to stuff the thing in the overhead compartment and everybody's like another (laughs) freaking jerk (laughs) even then it's worth it um I'm just looking at your, your score work, like as a cellist, is very Im- impressive. Um, Mission Impossible 3, Mission Impossible, Ghost, 
Protocol, Star Trek Into Darkness. I mean, this is like... A couple of Star Treks, at least two, a Planet of the Apes that Michael composed. Oh my incredible gosh. Um, percussion section in that studio room. Uh, half of the room was these drums you'd never, you know, I mean, just incredible. Um, and if you see a list, I, I, you know, but uh, in, uh, Incredibles 2 was one of the last ones I played on. Oh, yeah. Love all that movie. Band and horns, and so half of the studio is just oh, fun. packed with got, uh, people of all sizes and types just just blow and horn. Incredible experiences. So exciting in the moment that you're there. Um, yeah. The section. Nothing the like being in the middle of an orchestra. It's just. That, that, that's what I'm trying to describe. Amazing. It's almost impossible. You're watching the ticker. You have a clicker in your ear. You're watching a conductor, of course, and you're reading music you never seen before in your life. Your heart is going boom, 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 boom. and you're sitting next to the coolest cucumber in the world. In my case, it's Susan <laughs> Katayama, a cellist and accordion player extraordinaire, is my stand partner. And that oh just gosh. everybody's loose as can be, can play anything. I'm with the best players in the state, maybe the country. Well, doesn't that make you one of the best players in the well, state, no, maybe I'm, the country? I'm by no means. In every other city, there are players, tons of players far better than me. But there's a level of proficiency that I'm more than me. I play beautifully and I can I can play. Um, but well, it's very awesome. Me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm kind of the little bit of a novelty hire in those orchestras where I'm with people that are on levels well above me. I'm in a privileged invite kind of thing. I think you're being modest, but and you know, being I, modest. I appreciate modesty, okay? But you know what? <laughs> you're the real deal, okay? Um, so we're going to play a game. Actually, we're going to take a little break. Okay. And when we come back from break, we're going to play a little thing called Nick's Box. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. 
You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Zumo Play. Welcome to our show. Okay, we're back and we are with Dermot Mulroney, actor, cello player, extraordinaire, musician extraordinaire. We have a little segment we do when we are with a guest and it's called Nick's Box. Huh. Is it um, like, like a game? This is it's kind of a game. It's more of a memory. Nice. Thingy. <laughs> um, we crawl into the back. Of the- Am I being graded? No, 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 never, never. Okay. Then fire away. Um, we crawl into the back of Nick's closet and pull out the memories of the cast and crew of New Girl that they've kept hidden for years and years. Um, Dermot, what's your favorite memory from your time working on New Girl? Oh. Uh. It's just, it's too hard. There's so many. Uh, the, the acting, top three, top three. Top three would be just like different scenes that are so funny that uh, the ones that I haven't even talked about. There's one where you're in a car. What happens out on that street? Something idiotic. Do you rear end somebody and we're shooting on the side of the studio? Um, I don't know. That's such a tough question. Maybe it's just discovering on day one that Zoe Deschanel's glasses didn't have any glass in them. <laughs> that well, that's scene. a secret, okay? Like, uh-oh. Well, we were giving away some of my secrets, so well, sorry. Okay, well, no, here's why. Uh-oh. And a lot of people kept saying it, and I'm like, here's why. Because I actually wear glasses. Right. But um, uh, I would wear contact lenses to see, um, and <laughs> it would be a whole thing, first of all, to like have to then put on glasses with my prescription. And at first we just had glasses with clear glass in them. But then even if you have them coated for, um, that's the worst, you know, for, you know, light, they turn kind of a weird blue tint and they still reflect light. And I was constantly, I remember it was like the first episode and the, our DP kept going. So we, uh, uh, chin down, chin down, chin down, chin down. And then I'm like, and then I'll be like, chin, over, over, and I'd have to be like doing these scenes, and then they'd be like, "Sorry, sorry, we we can see the lights reflected in in your glass." And I'm like, you know what? Can we? I thought of this thing, and here's how I got the here's how I got the idea. There's this ridiculous movie called Boeing Boeing, um, uh, with Jerry Lewis and Tony Curtis, no and. And yes, and uh, in it, so um, you know uh, Tony stuff. Curtis right. <laughs> is is a like a, a a foreign correspondent living in Paris, and and they have all these scenes in this in this newspaper, you know, office. Um, and I'm watching it, and they they're shooting from like outside his office, and there's all this like what looks like glass, and then there's people in the background, like, and I realize. There's no glass at all. No glass. And all the people are just miming stuff in the background. 
And I'm like, nobody cares if there's freaking glass or not. It's like, and nobody really cares if there's glass in the glass. You really aren't thinking about whether there's glass in the glasses or not. And I don't want to have to, as an actor, constantly be so self-conscious that I'm like having to move my head. So I was like, let's just pop these out and see how it goes. And that's probably about episode seven and in walks Russell. I'm looking after. uh, And he's like, why can I put my finger through this glasses? or something (laughs) Um, that was in your class. But really to answer your question um, earlier, what washed over me is just I knew when I stepped on that set that you guys were so powerful together and that this thing was working. It was on fire. And those environments I've been in uh, m- more than my share, but they are elusive and you don't hit it every time. You guys just were amazing to work with. You brought everything. You made that show better um, by Aww. everything that you brought to it and how much you cared and, um, and to bring it through that far. Um, and to and to so entertain so many people, it's incredible to be a part of it and to play this awesome part that I think you know just uh, really it's a great part, in a funny bone way you, that I still can't quite explain. You're really really great on the show, and I uh, thank you so much for being a guest on our podcast. We hey, really appreciate I, it. Everyone's gonna love back. this episode. Have me back. You come anytime. back. Yeah, you come back and 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 uh, and we can talk about like the later seasons. Once we're there. (laughs) So good to see you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Great to see you. All the best. You too. Take care. Bye. You've been listening to Welcome to Our Show, a New Girl Recap podcast. Welcome to Our Show is a production of iHeartRadio, hosted by Zoe Deschanel, Lamorne Morris, and Hannah Simone. Our executive producer is Joelle Monique. Our engineer and editor is Daniel Goodman. The Welcome to Our Show theme song was written by Zoe Deschanel, performed and produced by Zoe Deschanel and Pierre DeReader. Follow us on Instagram at Welcome to Our Show Pod. If you have a question you'd like us to answer, you can email us at Welcome to Our Show Podcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to rate, subscribe, and share far and wide. Thanks for listening. We'll hear you next week. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. 
No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah. And some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.